1: Hey everybody. It's me, Knox, and I'm joined by the lead editor on all podcast episodes, Jason Waterfalls. Jason, do you want to tell everyone you're welcome for all the awesome editing you do every single week? Listen, it's a team. It's a team effort, okay? You still are a part of this, and I I don't want that to be overlooked. That was a setup for you to spike and you just completely whiffed. You just be like, "Yeah, you're welcome, dummies." And maybe I'll be back next week, maybe I won't, but who you, knows. You know so- me, always whiffing on being a teammate, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, more than telling you, you're welcome for all the awesome editing that he does every single week. Uh, we're here to introduce a recent episode from the over underachievers, a podcast we do together here within the PMG family. The over underachievers is a grab bag show where Jason and I talk about parenting, marriage, pop culture, sports. And if you enjoy what we do here on the podcast feed you will for sure enjoy episodes of the Over Under Achievers. For this specific episode and what you're about to listen to, Jason and I have a conversation about parenting in the format of the NCAA tournament seeding style, like the one seeds of parenting, the five seeds, the 16 seeds. And we also talk through a short taint idea that isn't really a great idea, but it just has a name that we really, really like. So be sure to search for Over Under Achievers wherever you listen to podcasts. And without further ado, please enjoy this episode entitled Squeal Team 6. Hello and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm your host, Alex McCoy. Joining me as always, heading to the Jets. Probably, I think, maybe. It's just the waterfalls. Jets, huh? Yeah, you know.
0: good stuff. Is this an Aaron Rodgers podcast? I mean, it basically is at this point.
1: I'm just, I'm so glad to be with you today and I'm so glad people are listening because we are going to do wall-to-wall 120 minutes of Aaron Rodgers talk. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I can't honestly. begin to tell it's you so how we we're
0: not, but I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see... Him being like, I already told them last week, I want to go to the Jets. I'm good with the trade there. They can't figure yeah. it out. So I don't
1: know. It's crazy, right? I, you know, I, I tweeted this the other day and I was like, because evidently there's some Real Housewives scandal going on that I just refuse to engage with. I'm like, I don't know about this. And is this the Vanderpump situation? Could be, Jason. I don't know. Okay. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna lure me in like with your casual knowledge about it. Did it, you hear what happened no, in I'm it? I'm not doing I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea what it is, but, but it's, like, I, it's, it's, it's all over my Google. everybody's timeline. It's yeah, yeah. My yeah. my Google news, and it's like, did you see what this happened? I was like, I don't have any knowledge of this. I was like, honestly, that's so stupid. And that's such a stupid thing to spend your time doing. Meanwhile, I'm just reading everything about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and like, do they secretly hate each other? And I realize I'm a hypocrite because I'm doing this. I'm doing the real housewives of like Green Bay quarterbacks, you know, with Aaron Rodgers this whole time. I'm just sick of them. I am. I really am sick of them. Um, well, uh, Jason, how we doing, man? Like, what's good? Doing well.
0: You know, just the world's evenest gambler still. We have our we have our down weeks and then we have our up weeks, and then it just evens out. I mean, I gotta tell you, I might go pretty hard on this tournament. I might go pretty hard. Guess how much college basketball I've watched all year?
1: Uh okay, in terms of like on a scale of one to twenty five. You can do you can do minutes if you want. Oh, minutes, minutes, uh minutes per uh minutes per week that you've watched <laughs> over the course. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three and a half, three and a half. That's correct. That's <laughs> correct. You it's a push. Man, I was I I no, and I was like, is Duke good? Duke is good? They're not good, but they won oh, what? What's going on? I just that's the extent of my knowledge. I thought they weren't good and then they won the freaking conference. Like this I don't. I don't understand
0: what's going on in college basketball, but I'm very excited for the tournament. I, I truly am. F one's back, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Ferrari's having some problems. I don't want to get into that. We're going. You know, that's it's behind it's us the, now. It's
1: the engine. Uh, the rotary girder problems, right? That's that's what it is. How, that's correct. Oh, God, man, thank you. How did you know that? Th- this positive gaslighting is working. It's a charm. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm so close to getting an F1 now just because of it. <laughs> yeah, I tuned in and I watched uh, a Tennessee game a couple weeks ago. Uh it might have been Tennessee, Kentucky, and I just watched Tennessee's point guard take fifty-eight shots that were like uh Philip Seymour Hoffman and along came Polly, just like raindrop and like shooting from all over the court, <laughs> not hitting anything. And then he and and I was told he was their best player and he got hurt. So I was like, I <clears> and then Alabama's got a you know murder adjacent uh situation going uh, on <laughs> so i'm like I, I, I part of me was like yeah let me let me drop some money in here and like make some make some bad decisions but i thought no man you don't get to do that because you you've already made your bad decision for this year and you need to yeah, let that you, budget Yeah you yeah you did i know i know I, did. I
0: didn't okay you know i diversified and tennessee is so infuriating my brother and i talk about that team and you want to blame rick Barnes? you really do this team just forgot how to make a shot like they were Good at the beginning of the season,
1: half of these teams are so freaking weird. It's it's, it's Jekyll and the, the difficult Hyde. Part is is just the quality of basketball is very different now. So you lo- I, I always look for those senior teams that are maybe not as flashy, but uh, they've played together for a long time because I feel like chemistry goes a long way. But I, the, the, I've heard Rick Barnes is a good dude. He does look like the mega church pastor who just realized all of the staff been embezzling money from him and the the coffers are empty you know he's got that look on his face like i, I don't know what to do now boys i do not know you what
0: to know, do you know what other look he has i hope they win a couple of games maybe make it to the final four that'd be great i maybe it's not gonna happen but it'd be great and then i have a feeling we're getting a dance video a rick barnes trying to be cool dance video it's not the that year that sounds, for that rick
1: it's not the year for it that. is the year for that no, it's yes not. <laughs> manifest Just that go quietly into that good night you know, you saw how that worked out for Brian Kelly. You know, this is the year for a dance video, uh, Brian Kelly. So do you, you know, we're not really going to talk directly uh, NCAA basketball, um, but I did want to. Not s- yet. Not Maybe yet. Next week. Definitely not next week. Do you have like a strategy <laughs> like for, for who, like what your bracket, because uh, you put together a, a bracket showdown um, for a group by the time people are listening to it. It's, it's going to be way too late. So sorry, you missed it. Um, but like, are you, are you choosing mass chaos? Or are you going chalk this year? I I typically
0: run about 75 to 80% chalk. Mm. But honestly, I almost always run 100% chalk. And then I'm like, no, this is not how this works. Yeah. And then I force myself into it. You got to find some 12s. You've got to find some, you know, uh, 13s to to upset.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I think if, if I was gambling, I would do. I, honestly, I didn't even do a bracket. I don't feel, I, I just haven't watched. I'm like, why, why do I want to watch this crash and burn? But the, from what I understand, this is all chaos. This year, So this is the year to go full full on chaos. So it feels like that would kind of be a little bit fun, you know, to get in on. So I look forward to see uh, what's going on in the tournament. Uh, for, for the purposes of this episode, and this conversation, though, we are going to use the lens of the NCAA tournament and talk about the good and the bad of, uh, of parenting, especially here in the spring season. We're right in the midst of all the school, all the sports, all the stuff, all the socials. Um, so- spring break. Oh, yeah. Spring break. You guys got spring break plans? What'd you get into? Headed down to Florida. Okay. Which part? You heard about the seaweed and the red tide? Yes? No. Tell me. Okay. Wait, um, this there's, is the golf side. Okay. Uh, yeah. Th- I think that you're heading right into the uh, the belly of the beast. They're uh, reportedly, uh, accordingly um, to my sources. You know, I can't out them. This isn't official. Uh, I read something like there's a, a seaweed blob um, as wide as the continental United States, which what? again, feels not real and i'm not sure it feels very <laughs> dubious but like it's a big big old blob boy of seaweed somewhere out there that's not your immediate issue your immediate issue is um the red tide is coming back and that is not a, a menstruation joke okay pervert that's not what that's about it's actually do you know anything about the red tide have you heard about this before no we were in the gulf a couple of years i'm not ago. a big i'm not a
0: big ocean guy uh give me a po- give me a pool give me a lake
1: seven days a week I mean, I'm trying honestly, Jason. I'm sitting here in this moment, and I, uh, my impulse would be like, I'm a huge ocean guy. But then I was like, Are you? Are you a huge ocean guy? You're a catch
0: a football into waves guy. That's, that's and my I like move. that. That's a hundred. I like that move. as well. Yeah, we've been to the beach together. We love that.
1: I'm a hundred percent catch football in the waves guy, and then really, really overreact when my foot grazes a shell uh, in that's the water. Not- <laughs> I need a 30 minute break. <laughs> really overreact. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, point at it. I'm not going to uh, let people know that I overreacted, but I'm just going to play it off. I'm going to play it off. Like I wanted to get in a quick three yard sprint in away from that specific spot. Uh, but the red tie, we were in the Gulf a couple years ago and the red tie came in and it is, um, it's like a, it's almost like an airborne um, issue where uh, man, God. If, what if is there, happening if right there now? there are scientists in labs. You're describing right now, like like they're going to be so upset because I'm I'm not going to yeah. get this right. But it's <laughs> it's a, it's a it's miserable. It kills all the fish in the water. They they wash up on shore and it gets in the air and like it makes you feel like you're having a, like a coughing fit. So we had to leave like we had to leave a couple days early. So for really like you might want to check into that. You know, see what's up. Do
0: they have fans? Like don't aren't we putting in like a bunch of oh no that's hurting the whales?
1: A bunch of uh, air turbines. Just and speed what, those. Th- Speed those things up. Oh, so you're just like, let's air condition this someone else? Like, let's, let's push this to Destin? Not That's air Destin's conditioning. Problem. Fans don't cool rooms. Fans cool people. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I got in a huge fight with my father-in-law about this. Fans don't cool rooms. Fans cool people. Is this That's a cousin correct. of like, guns don't kill people, people kill people? Absolutely <laughs> not.
0: You, okay. I'm doing my bit. We're not doing that bit. A fan moves air yeah. and feels cooler on the person yeah i'm talking about fans not air conditioning that's conditioning the air sure yes i just want to blow it back out to sea yeah okay ceiling fan in your room it feels it doesn't the ceiling fan does not change the temperature of the air
1: in the room are ceiling fans gaslighting us is that what we're talking about that's my point okay positive gaslighting okay i think we are on a journey here to number one (laughs) um uh the things that the things that you get me into and and like get <laughs> me to say and then
0: just absolutely park on i just that. i'm a big
1: goals guy right and so we became a bills podcast we tried to get them the super bowl that didn't work now we're an aaron Rodgers podcast and i'm honestly no, you're not but we are aren't we we led those shows. we show are an it.
0: aaron Rodgers off the packers podcast yes
1: I just then it know, stops. You know what it is? I just want to know what's your end game, Aaron Rodgers. Like, wh- I want to, I want to fast forward twenty years. And be like, where, where have you gone? Where have you been? What have you done? I just want to know. That is the
0: greatest point I've ever heard. Because I, Pat McAfee quit being a punter because he had a very distinct goal. Yeah, Peyton Manning didn't want to take over Monday Night Football, but when he knew he was done, he he had a plan. He wanted to go in with Denver. Indianapolis wanted to get luck. Blah blah blah. Right? What Aaron Rodgers has no substantial plan that we are aware
1: of. that's exactly right. And I think, I don't know if he, maybe that's our fault. Have we not inspired him enough? Or is it just like, does he really, is, is Jeopardy the end game? He's like, I'm just like, I'm just, when all this goes away, I'm just going to be on Jeopardy and I'm going to be happy. He's not getting
0: Jeopardy. Did you watch? It was so bad. Everyone else was better.
1: According to his sources, he was electric, you know? So I don't, I don't know what you were watching, but yeah, I just, whatever, whatever. But I do think one of our goals should be to figure out what gaslighting is like once and for all You know, bro. You
0: you you term positive gaslighting last episode because I'm trying to convince you and sway you. Yeah, I, I, do, I don't I don't know what gaslighting is. Is
1: everything gaslighting, either positive or negative? Is like the whole world made out of gaslight? I, I just don't know, and I just want to understand. I want to be the people when someone's like, let's get the experts on gaslighting. That probably sounds bad. You don't want to be an expert on gaslighting on like academic gaslighting. See, is that that's a whole genre? Like I didn't even think about. You know, like I don't even know about. I understand Riz now. It took me a couple of weeks but not freaking three years like gaslighting. It's uh, the, the problem. I understand Riz too. As someone had explained to me, I think it was on the podcast. I just, this is when I doubt everyone's like, man, Gen Z or Gen Alpha, or whatever their name is. They're so smart. They're so good. They're going to change the world. I'm like, Riz is really close to Jiz, And that is just a tactical error. <laughs> you know? So I just, I, I, need I, to, I have some problems. Can we circle back synergy? What
0: is generation alpha? Cause that generation is awesome. I was is there really a
1: generation alpha? That's, I, I guess that's, our after the, Gen Z? Like uh your youngest and my youngest. I, I think that's their terminology. Like, that sounds that's great. Millennials, not cool. You know, you
0: gotta step, you gotta step up if you're generation alpha.
1: I just don't think you can give out alpha willy nilly. I feel like that's when you designate after the fact. You know, like greatest generation, they weren't like, hey, you guys just got born, congratulations, you're the greatest generation. I hope it works out, and then they got World War II. It was like, oh, in retrospect, that's probably the greatest generation. That is how it should work. Mm. I think that's good. Uh, Generational gaslighting. That's what we're doing right now.
0: (laughs) Did we we accidentally? I don't even know how it works.
1: I can hear the notes of people being like, maybe maybe break on the... Maybe maybe lean away from the gaslighting, but my instinct is to go right into it. Steer into it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even know how we got here. So we're talking about the NCAA tournament. We are... (laughs) We want to use the lens of seeds, of seeding, right? Because everyone's like, who's a 1 seed? Who's a 2 seed? Who's a 12 seed? Whatever. You mentioned it. You're like... I usually go chalk, but you do have to pick a 12 seed because the 12 always upsets a five. So what we want to do is talk about parenting in the context of seeding. So uh, I want to talk about one seed. Like what, Jason, when you think of like a one seed of parenting for you right now in the season, what is a one seed? The
0: one seed is absolutely golf. Now I can put this into a bigger thing, which is doing things that you wanted to do anyways. I wanted to go to the Combine. Guess what? Did I plant some seeds, speaking of seeds, mm. into little man's head that said, "Do you want to go watch 19 to 22-year-olds, maybe even 27-year-olds in some case, work out in their underwear? You do, cuz it's electric." <laughs> and so we went in person and we went and did that. And then year over year now, he wants to go. Daughter's interested in going now, okay? But golf Anything. is the biggest one. How can I be away from my family? on the weekend or at night for five hours you can't it's not reasonable yeah you want to go golfing
1: we can be gone for seven hours now and eat hot dogs and get gatorades i love it i think this is recreational gaslighting it's the best kind of gaslighting honestly (laughs) um it's so smart frankly it is i i did this to to my oldest i think we talked about this with the last of us and i was like man really great show it's really, uh, you think you want to watch it? Like, you like Pedro Pascal? You do like Pedro Pascal? Confirmed? He's in it. He's in that show. So, I don't know. You know, it's, it'd probably be pretty good. You can stay up late and watch it with us. And then, There it is. Uh, there it is. like four times where he's like, I, I wish you hadn't done this. I wish you hadn't <laughs> made me watch this. <laughs> so, it, it doesn't always work out. But that's, that's a really good one of, you know, doing the Jedi mind trick. Of video video games the same way? Mm. Oh, do you want to? Because my friends are playing Fortnite now. And, oh, do you want to play Fortnite with your uncles? Mm. Sure. You can absolutely hop on that's beautiful that's beautiful i'm thinking about trying this with ted lasso you know now that third season's out and i feel like because i'm always trying to watch the lens of like what do i have to explain later or what is he going to be uncomfortable with i I feel like there's only one or two scenes in that regard but but roy (laughs) kent roy kent's got a mouth on him man so i don't know what to do it's a it's a lot of words it's a lot of words well that's a good one seed that's a really good one seed um let me hit you with one of mine i've got absolute one seed probably you know i'm thinking do you remember the unlv Running Rebels. when they had like Stacy Ogman, Larry Johnson. Um, and Grandmama. They, they were just like, they weren't just beating people. They were just curb stomping people, like in that whole tournament run. Kid birthday parties with uh, stated child drop-off policy, that's the UNLV of one seats. It's undefeated. It's like, hey, we're having a party. Bring your kid. Don't stay. You're not allowed to stay. Okay. But you don't have those parties. Oh, I have those. That's the only kind of parties we have. We say... You, as an adult, are not obligated and expected. And frankly, it is not um, our wish that you stay here and lurk about and make me have to make an awkward conversation with you. We're handling, we're babysitting for a couple hours. So go get How out. How is that a one seed to you to babysit these rascals? Oh, no, no. Like, listen. Uh, you like my drop off ones. Two of my kids are not social, so they don't have parties. The one does. So I can stomach it for once a year. I'm saying those ones where I... You know, I, I get the, I get the rundown Monday and I'm like, Saturday, we got a birthday party and I'm probably going to draw that one. Okay. And then I find out Friday, Hey, it's actually, it's actually a drop off. So you just, you just like, go just, you want to walk on dicks aimlessly. You get to do that for a little bit. Undefeated one seed. It's the best policy around or on, uh, I I said around, but it, you know, I don't know your body, your choice. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge or do anything. I also want to say transportation as a parent transportation, you don't have to, uh, drive or be in charge of. You just get to ride. When are you getting this, these deals, man? This is incredible. Well, th- I mean, this is primarily like train rides. This is primarily train rides. Or like when someone else is like, hey, I'm, I, I have to drive a the car. Pe- like when we, when, whenever we go to live shows, Aaron is like, I have to drive. I have to be in control of the car. So I sit in the backseat and I'm like, This is the greatest thing ever. I can just ride in this car and not have to do anything. I gotcha. You know what I mean? I
0: thought you meant the train ride where you you go by yourself to write a book the entire time. Yeah. I mean, that's also great.
1: That's the whole point. That's why. Like, imagine, man, freaking Elon Musk. It's like, either do the driverless car or don't. Okay? Don't be a Twitter boy. Do this driverless car so I can write more books and I can write stuff. Okay? Do, do Do the tunnel thing
0: where I put my car on a platform and it takes me or don't. Yeah. Do the driverless car or don't.
1: Yeah. I mean... I, I, I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to shame him about Mars, but it's like, we're going to Mars. I think we probably need to get on that, you know, probably need to like get that thing rolling. So it got a lot of notes for Elon Musk, honestly. Do, yeah, do we have an entire Elon Musk episode in us? It's starting to feel like, yes, <sighs> he's one of those guys that I feel like if you talk too much about Elon Musk, people are like, Ooh, not, not a big fan of that one. Did you read the, the, would you date a podcast, bro? Uh, New York times article that was kind of bouncing <laughs> around the other day. No, I,
0: I I know what you're I know what you're referencing. And tough. I think you took some screenshots of it and posted them in your stories if I remember. Tough look but... for
1: the podcast broskies out there. You know, just <laughs> take an L after L after L. It was it was not great. Um I'll also do this is more like uh you know, who was the one seed that lost recently? Like the first one seed in a while. Virginia. Virginia, thank you. This is this is a Virginia one seed, okay? Uh English or history homework. That's that it's good. It's still homework, so it's not great. But um I get to help on it and I I I can do those right. There's gonna be a sixteen C we're gonna talk about in a minute that I can't help with and I don't know how to do. Um so that's not a good situation. But writing or history homework, that's the good stuff right now. I can just knock that
0: out. We are we are completely opposite on this one.
1: Oh, see, because I can uh, unfortunately I've I've read and listened to so much that I'm like, actually, you know, uh, third grader. Uh, if you want to tell your teacher that the founding fathers weren't really about liberty as much as avoiding like property taxes, and they were in debt and they were going to lose their property, that's why they had a revolution. You can tell her that, or you can just stick to the liberty thing. Like your choice. Like it's a, it's just read the situation, read option. You know. You want to help your
0: kids with that instead of doing some mi- elementary school math? Can't do the, can't do the elementary
1: school math. Can't do it. Okay. <laughs> let's let's just do that. Let's skip to the 16th C. Spoil,
0: spoiler alert on the 16th
1: C. Let's, let's go 16 C. Because the <laughs> look. The improper fractions versus mixed numbers. Number one, that sounds problematic. That sounds uh, like I'm going to get canceled or it's racist. I don't know if that's even the right terminology that we use anymore, but um, I I didn't learn this the first time around. So uh, I I don't know why I'm supposed to learn this off of YouTube the second time around. It's preposterous. Do do you know there's a new way to do division?
0: (sighs) I don't, I don't even know what that means. I've seen it done. It's wild. Can we all just use calculators? I mean, honestly. Yeah, I do I mean, want my kids to learn. Um, I do want my kids to learn cursive. Yes. And I do want my kids to be able to do math and writing and all that stuff.
1: Hold on. But on sorry. the other hand, I said yes. You know what I use? I said yes Google. to the cursive. And this is like uh, last episode when we were like, the Texans don't draft a quarterback. And we were both like, yeah, that makes sense. And then we had to double back and be like, actually, that's stupid. We shouldn't have said that. You want your kids to learn cursive? I said yes, yes but I did not mean that. Why do you want your kids to learn cursive?
0: Uh, eye hand coordination. I think that it has more to do with that than they're not going to use cursive. I'm not worried about that, but I think that the cursive writing is a good eye hand coordination situation.
1: Okay. Instead of that, why don't we install like 20 speed bags in elementary school classrooms and just let them work the speed bag. And that's hand eye coordination. I'm, I'm in on that as well. Sorry. Either, either one. Are you eye hand coordination or are you hand eye coordination? I don't know which one I am. I think I've always said hand eye. I've always said hand eye, but I feel like some people say eye hand.
0: Eye hand?
1: No, hand eye coordination. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Hand eye
0: coordination. What are we talking about? Like, it's
1: the same thing as rock, rock, paper, scissors. It's rock, paper, scissors. That's not a thing, right? Okay. No, I think I say paper, scissors. scissors. I say paper, rock, scissors. Sorry, that's me. That's me. I do actually. Wait a minute. Paper, rock, scissors. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is name gaslighting. No, it's this is where we get into trouble, guys. No, it's
0: rock, paper, scissors.
1: Paper, rock, scissors. No, that's how I say it. That's 100% how I say it. I've always said no, it like that. No, it's
0: rock, paper, scissors.
1: I just, I don't understand fractions. And I do, you know, sometimes you'll watch like a teenage dystopian movie series, like the one with Shailene Woodley or whatever. And it's basically- Divergent. Thank you. Miles <laughs> I was, Teller. I was never going to get there. In a million years, I never would have gotten there. Kate Winslet. Um, in uh, I've never been more let down by a series in my entire life. What's a, oh, oh, Who is the one- Man, the, Neo. No, I was going to describe her as nailed that joke. The actress with a with a sister who sings and the mom um, just killed herself. But that didn't seem like a fun way to describe it. So, oh my God, Judd Ashley Judd. That's I'm sorry.
0: Oh my gosh, Winona.
1: It, is it, it? It was accurate. It, it it was accurate, but it wasn't fun. You know, um, uh, Ashley Judd. Spoiler alert: not in most of those movies, just like in the first part. But uh, there's parts that I like about those movies because. Um, they start and they're like, Hey, you're eight years old. You suck at math. Guess what? You're not doing math anymore. You're doing language or weapons. And I'm not saying we, you know, bring back all the dystopian aspects, but I think there's some wisdom in just being like, Hey, this kid's, this kid's dumb at math. If someone would have been like, Hey, fourth grade Knox, you're never going to be good at math. So why don't just read more, right? Read double, you know, because you have a calculator and like, that's the end.
2: This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress. Stress in a very safe environment, instead of bottling it all, as someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's giving me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash podcast pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash
1: Alright, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4pm and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with chomps. We're big fans of chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end of year activities, I always have a chomp stick with me. They're also allergy friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they wanna take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, Or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller Chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner. This year, let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room. But it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code POPCAST at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
2: So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even Penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. but Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable. And I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story, like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All quince items are priced 50 to 80% Less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash pop.
0: I would have loved that, and I would have been the opposite. Like, I don't read books now. I wish I didn't have to fake read them then. You know, I'd be like Jason. You can just do math all the time. That's cool. <laughs> you don't have to read these books and just write things that the teachers want to hear, like you were just describing about it with your daughter. It's whatever. we're about, no. I'm, about to, I'm about to get into grill voice and be no, like, I'm not writing voice. a
1: paper that makes sense. I'm writing a paper that the pr- the, the teacher wants to read. That, oh god, that's that's my whole thing is measuring the teacher's vibe and then writing an essay to their vibe, and that's how you get out that's of college. All-
0: that's all I did. I didn't read the books. I just, like, what, what did they say in class that they got passionate
1: about? And then I would make that the essay and then turn it in. I'm not going to be the guy who's like, now teachers are going to earn their money because of chat GPT, like college professors, like English professors, but holy gal, like, I don't know how you get around ChatGPT. Like, ugh, man, I'm going to pull back. Okay. Uh, here's, okay. You know how sometimes you have too many, too many shirts in your closet and you're like, uh, the, the, someone institutes a policy that's like, if you get one, you have to take one out, right? So I'm going to to institute a policy where um, I can't talk about AI unless you can talk about F1. So you talk a little F1, then I get to talk a little AI because otherwise I will run wild on AI and like all the different things that I'm messing around with right now. I don't know what
0: deal you're trying to make with me because we can talk about AI this entire time.
1: It's too much. It's too much.
0: Spoiler alert: half this episode has been AI. Can you all, the listener,
1: figure out? Which parts were AI? Oh my gosh, you started doing the voice too. That's so smart. We we should we should fix it in post and just do robot voices the whole time and be like, (laughs) bam! Now it's us dummies. That's right. AI's free. Obsessed with gaslighting. Not us. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers. Not us. Next question. Um, Yeah, I just I don't want to do math. I don't want to do math. Um, I I also say, sixteen seed school field trips. School field trips are are, are a problem now, and I know not all schools. I don't do them, man. Well, some schools are a little more like laissez faire about it. Um, like my son's school, they're like, hey, no, no parents. That's ridiculous. Okay. Because you're, you're, um, they go to the school so they can learn. You don't need to be here too. But my girls go to a school where they're like, we are going to need both parents. Ideally, we need an ancestor, and <laughs> one of them needs to have served in the military before. So just make sure that happens. And it's the night before that field trip, which is also a problem. Uh, they like, they straight up did, uh, I, I don't know if it was v- Veterans Day, they had a service. And in the lead up to the service, they were like, Your child has to have interviewed a family member who served in the military. And I was like, Uh, first of all, they're all dead. Second of all, <laughs> even if they were alive, we're like nouveau riche family dysfunction here. Okay. Like, luckily, my parents kept it together and like are, are cool people and stayed together and like are on talking terms with us. Can't say that for anybody else. So even if they were alive, I don't know that they'd be like, Let's have an interview about my time in Nam, you know, smoking out. <laughs> The Vietnamese, (laughs) like, what are we doing here? So can schools, can we just like, I don't know, maybe talk about the new division and don't put more family burden on me, the parent? It's just, that's all I'm asking. That's a 16 seed. Very disappointing. You know,
0: I would love to see you go on a field trip.
1: Man, I did with my son back in the day. I did a lot of uh, pumpkin patch stuff. You know, those were uh, we called those the lean years of uh, podcasting and copywriting. So a lot more flex <laughs> in the sketch. Uh, and they weren't great. You know, you find yourself sitting at a table with a bunch of moms and uh, just not good at chopping it up with the moms. You know, just as it's like I'm making everyone uncomfortable, no one wants me here. <laughs> This isn't that's clear. not your fault. I know, but it's like so is the move to be more outgoing? I don't think that's the move. That probably feels weird. So I'm just gonna go stand in the corner and at least it's an acceptable amount of weird. You know, it's what they expected from me. Um, did you have a 16 seed for parenting? The sixth
0: yeah, and it's the absolute stress of being a parent. I, I think that you know, you're balancing not being a helicopter parent, being a helicopter parent. Making sure you don't get labeled as that by your friends, family, colleagues, anything like that. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of good technology. I like to have a little GPS chip on my kids, you know? So yeah. we went ahead and put that into their arm, and now I know where they are at all times. Oh,
1: for real? Like, for real, for real? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: just, okay. just, a, just a watch. We just got them watches so that they could explore the neighborhood okay, more. Okay, so
1: that my reaction was I, I was slowly trying <laughs> to figure out how do I confront him with that's weird and you shouldn't have done that but also let him feel like accepted and safe in this place i
0: would i would implant something for the technology of it all you know what the problem is the the van drivers not minivan Mm -hmm. the white van drivers with no windows that's Mm -hmm. the problem Mm -hmm. not the kids right so it's like it's defensive driving do you know what defensive driving school is maybe i had to go to it once not a big deal (laughs) But they don't teach you to be an offensive driver. They teach you that the other drivers might hit you. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's
0: the defensive part. So, man, I, I'm not trying to go into defensive parenting. No, do defensive
1: driving dad voice. It's good. <laughs>
0: I, I'm i trying to balance. Let them just take their bikes and go in. And who knows where they go? And good luck. And what age is that at? And nobody teaches you these things. Like, I just had to think back to my childhood and you know, there's all the back in my day, we used to just go play and then the dinner bell and blah blah blah. It's like, okay, great. Well, you didn't have video games back then either, or yeah, devices, or Apple TVs, or shows that you watched as a family together, right? So n- none of that was happening. That being said, I go explore. That's fine. But now what? Like just this is just new to me. Like, that's what I'm talking about, the stress. That's why it's a 16 seed. Is I I'm I'm trying to balance all these things. So I just put a watch on their wrist. Give them a watch that has maybe a GPS in it.
1: You just put the mark of the beast on their neck. Is that a big deal? No, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Gosh. Look, this is is, uh, a great call um, because, number one, um, uh, if I'd had an iPad when I was 10 years old, that's the only thing I would be doing. Because when I was 10 years old, the only thing I actually did was I would get home from school and I would play F-Zero for like three hours. And then chase it with some Mario Kart if my friends came over, and I would listen to Cake, uh, Fashion Nugget, on a loop, on my boombox. That's what I did, okay? I was not out there chasing the great wild yonder. I was just blowing time, just like this generation does. Secondly, do you think the windowless van uh, creators, do you think they just don't know? Like, they just don't know the vibe on their product? And someone just seems like, hey, you know, like, you're kind of associated with pedophiles. So,
0: there's has just put a to be another use for them. Like... It- painters have them like why can't painters have windows because they're stacking stuff in there on shelves and it's just not necessary and a window costs more than the siding probably you know like i'm not saying painters are abducting kids i'm saying (laughs) that's like the actual use of a windowless van yeah yeah right trade people transportation there's no point to have the cost of the window if you can just have the siding go all the way up but it's a stigma it's a st- it's, it's like i, I kind of wish it's a stereotype it's out there
1: why didn't biden acknowledging
0: like, it not creating it
1: biden should have been like hey tiktok gotta sell or get out of here or whatever he's doing with tiktok and then like sandwiched in there you know like with i don't know his pork i feel like they use pork a lot when they like make like laws and legislation stuff they'd be like also windowless van drivers like yeah but windows gotta have at least one window you know there's like codes for buildings like you have to rail like on your porch or whatever like you got to have a window in a van, every, every window, every van gets a window. Sorry. Like that under my watch as president Joe Biden, that's what we're doing here. I feel like I would be like, man, that's a sick move, Biden. That's pretty good stuff. Thanks, man. That's good. So,
0: so that stress is my 16, 16 seed and just dealing with it. Nobody preps you for middle age. I got to tell you, you know, that, well, and, it, and how, and how could
1: they? No. And, and we are the, uh, you know, we're not the alpha generation, obviously, reluctantly um clearly we're the we're the only one that rides that we straddle the before and after you know Th- those times of like yeah we could just kind of go ride bikes or whatever um or like your kid can disappear into the metaverse and like lightsaber things all day and i, I understand that it's very understandable i would also do that as well you know like we have a trampoline Trampoline's kind of cool it's not cool for three hours it's trampoline you know it kind of gets tiring after a little bit works the hammies. Um five seeds. Five do you have any five seeds? And I, I think to, to characterize five seeds, my idea here was at least this is this is how I was going after it. Um these are things that sound good but ultimately are a little disappointing in the form of the one at least one or two fives per year getting upset by the 12 seed. So, this is
0: close but different than your 16 seed of going on class field trips. Mm. My five seat is coaching your kids. Okay. It sounds great. At first, they want you to coach them, but now you got to deal with other people's kids. Oof. And you got to deal with potentially your kid being terrible yeah. at the thing you're coaching them at. Now you, have all, now you have to deal with parents, right? So it sounds good in theory and you want to do it, but then what inevitably happens is you deal with the other crazy parents. I don't know. Are you a screamer as a parent at no. games? I don't say a
1: single thing. I stay in the corner away from everybody because I will become a fighter if someone else is screaming. I think we addressed a year or so ago
0: that I had to break up a, or I went down and screamed at a couple coaches that were attempting to fight <sighs> That's and right. took care of that. But besides that, I don't say anything and I've adopted, I think it's your rule or you heard it from somewhere is don't say anything about the game on the drive home. Yeah. So that, that, that doesn't, cause that is a big thing. Like I just asked them do they have fun? What, you know, great job, blah, blah, blah. But if every time on the ride home after their event, competition, spelling bee, sports, whatever it may be, if they, they will grow anxiety to the idea that we have to rehash it on that drive home. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I, I love that you have brought that up and I've adopted that as well. But coaching your kids, five seed, seems like a great idea, right? You want to be involved. You're probably going to go anyways. You're going to be there. But I... I struggle with it.
1: So. No, I think it's a good call. And, and just as a, a cleanup, if your kid is trying to talk about the game and you're just like, no, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. You've got to learn about Aaron Rodgers. And have you heard about what's happened on the Last of Us? That's not the right move. You can engage with the kid absolutely um, after, after the game if they want to talk about it. That's a good thing to do. Um, like when my
0: daughter was goalie on Sunday, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And gave up just atrocious soccer goals. Yeah. Did I bring that up on the drive home? No, I did not. No, I did not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, So is your move, if your kids are terrible, you're like, hey, sorry about it. I'm the coach. I make the calls. Kid's going to play.
0: No, absolutely not. Best kid plays at all levels. Even even if you have to have even minutes, we're fudging that. We're trying to win. We're here to win. Now, what are we teaching this generation? We want to win. Uh, For me? I buy them separate trophies. You know what I mean? They get their medal from the league. Yeah. But guess what? If you win... Coach Jason's buying you a bigger trophy. If you I, lose, you're you're raking the field.
1: I'm a big fan. Look, people get, you know, I wrote about participation trophies. It was actually invented like pre-World War II, I think. Um, I think maybe everybody gets participation trophies, but you can make those participation trophies sized differently depending on contributions. I'm not against that. I think that'd be interesting. On
0: the team. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And call it out too. Rachel, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You scored no points this season. Okay. See, you're getting a, you're, you're getting a certificate that it's not
1: even on cardstock. Yeah. Sorry. This is like printer paper. This isn't even like real printer paper. It's just like legal binding. This is facts paper. I, uh, uh, so my policy is once you get into school sports, now I have some expectations of the coaches. But before that, um, you are a volunteer and you are doing a thing I did not choose to do. So I have no critiques for you because my, my youngest, correct. she was coached by a gentleman who had no business coaching soccer. Um, but he was the only one that stepped up and did it. So yep. was it weird when he wasn't putting the, our two best players on the field at the same time and he would take them off at the same time and we would just hemorrhage goals? It was weird. But did I say anything to him about it? I did not. I did not say a word to him because he was doing something I wasn't doing. Now, coaching and school teams. It's interesting because um, at one school, my, my girls, they're with a coach or my middle uh, girl. She's with a coach who's like, um, if you suck, you will not play. I will not give you pity minutes. I will not feel bad for you. Your parents can call me. They can scream at me. You will not play. You will be exiled to a Mediterranean country and I will not care about you. Don't test me on that. But my son, it's like a it's like everyone everyone rotates. Everyone rotates through. And I'm more of the opinion like let's let's try to win. You know, let's go for the neck. Let's go for the jugular here. Let's not make not everybody gets playing time at a certain point. You know what I mean? That's what garbage time is for.
0: If the good players get us up by 25, whatever the sport is, I don't know. That's relative. But then, hey, other people are going to... So make those good players better if you want to play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think the pandemic with our kids, the pandemic, it either... Uh, it, it made um, not passive kids, but it, it made kids who aren't like, I'm going to try to murder you in this sporting event. It made them more passive. And it made the murderous kids who are like, I'm going to try to assassinate you on every single snap play face off, whatever it made them more uh, violent and aggressive. So it's a real disparity out there in sports right now. Okay. One of my five seats is uh, getting a pet, getting a family pet and everyone sitting down, have a family meeting and you know, it's a family meeting cause you're in the living room, you know, and there's like a, like a talking totem where it's like the, the only person who is holding like the vase can talk. So it's very official. You know, there's minutes, there's everything. Uh, and everyone's like, we will, agree to do shifts. We will take this puppy out. We will help with this puppy. We will feed this puppy. We will make sure the dish is full of water at all times. And then 13 hours later, all hell busts loose. No one is caring for this puppy anymore. And now you, the person who really didn't want the puppy is now in charge of taking care of the puppy at all times. That's a real five seed because it seems like a good idea to get a pet. And then it's 3 AM and you're freezing your balls off and you're trying to get this dog to go to the bathroom you know
0: we had our little fur buddy pass away last year and they wanted a new dog so i said fine i will write a contract that i'm not doing anything at all and then you all may get a new dog i'll cuddle it i will love it i'm not letting it out i'm not feeding it and then they're like well you work from home you can't let i was like i'll let it out one time per day (laughs) when i'm working from home They will not sign that contract because that's exactly, trust me, I do want a little dog. I like little dogs and I don't like, and we have allergies, me and in the family of dog allergies, even hyperallergenic dogs have dander, blah, blah, blah. I'll get a dog. But guess what? I'm not taking care of it. It's too much. It's too much for me.
1: It's too much. See, you're you're a better person than me because you have a standard and you'll uphold it. I fold immediately, and I'm like, I guess I'm. This is my burden now. This is my Sisyphian. But you're rock. a
0: true dog lover. I like having a dog to cuddle with, and I can go over to friends' houses and and get that fix in. Just like that's why we're not having another kid. Like we can go over. We can find babies to hold. That that mm, not loving that. But we're nope, no, no, do
1: No, pursue that. Like, what does that mean? <laughs>
0: I love holding babies. Sure, <laughs> sure. but yeah. Uh, How many windows I does your fan have? Those.
1: Just out of curiosity, just like for the for the record, uh, more uh, than three one. Three power doors. Ten, one, two, three. <laughs> um, I just I'm I'm going to tell you something, and uh, I'm going to tell you the uh, presentation of the idea. I'm going to tell you my reluctance to it, and I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Okay, so you know, like we're we're uh, eventually we're going to move. We're going to move out to some land, some family land going to have a little space. Um, and Ashley, and my daughters want to get chickens with this because my sister's out there and she has chickens and we always see them when we visit um, and they want to get chickens. I don't want to get chickens. I tell them I'm not going to get chickens because I know it's going to be again, 3am and there's like an impending snowstorm and I'm going to be chasing these freaking chickens around trying to put them in God knows where, or like there's a pack of stray dogs running around and I've got to save their chicken lives. And I'm telling them we're not getting chickens. <laughs> And I guarantee you, this time next year, put it on the calendar, I'm going to have some freaking chickens running around where we live. I just know it. I just know it's going to happen.
0: Chickens? I'll get chickens. Not at my current residence. But if I, I was in that situation, I would get chickens. That's free eggs. Don't get me I, wrong. It's not free. You have to buy other stuff. But no, you get the whole enclosure. Have you not seen these chicken
1: coops? I Don't chicken chickensplain me. I've seen chicken coops. I understand how it works. I understand how it they, work. But, this is more drag. This is just more drag. I'm trying to reduce drag, bro. I'm trying to reduce obligations on me. I've got to like do all this bull crap every single day. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, I'm, I'm so tired. I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. I didn't get to do anything I meant to do. And now I'm going to be like nurturing and like uh, emotionally coaxing eggs out of chickens. I can't. I don't have the bandwidth for that. But I swear, I'm going to be doing that next year. I know I am. I just know it's going to happen.
0: You're going to love it. You're I'm gonna not going to love it. Love I'm going to hate it. I'm they take so care of themselves. <sighs> I don't even know if that's true. Hey, pop <laughs> culture reference. I want to recommend a show on Amazon Prime called Clarkson's Farm. Mm. I want you to go watch it. It is so freaking good. They've had two seasons of it. It's a quick watch. It's extremely good. And Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear fame. I don't know. I didn't watch all those shows, but uh, Moto Journalist, whatever. Sure. This show is incredible. And you need to go watch it if you're about to get chickens because that's, he's going through the stages of having a farm oh. and trying to figure stuff out. And it is such a rewarding watch.
1: I'm just like, I, I want to live on the farm without the burden of maintaining the farm. And that's the, that's, the, that's the proposal we have. That's the opportunity we have here. But instead, what we're going to do is onboard some of the burdens of having a farm that we don't need. And <laughs> do I don't you want to know what
0: the the chickens are going to be fine?
1: No, they're not. Do you know what's going to
0: happen next? Is a goat.
1: I, I foresee,
0: go- I if foresee I goat. I foresee goat for you.
1: I'm going to live in a shipping container that is like sails around the world. I'm not doing that. I'm not milking. I'm with, not milking with a goat. Anything. You don't have to milk the goat. It's just a pet. I'm no. That's a pre, that was a preemptive. I'm not milking anything. Okay. you all are going to get an in, inside pig. No, I'm not doing goat yoga. Yes. I'm not doing pigs. I'm not doing. Listen, can I see I did, feigning goats. Can I give you a shark taint idea really quick? Because um, my my sister did have uh, pigs, and then she uh, sent them to the you know, um, but well, she actually didn't. Uh, her her husband and some friends um, took care of the pigs, and you know, uh, dealt with it. And I said my idea was like business idea. Hey, sharks, it's me, Knox, looking for you know, 25. percent of hundred thousand uh, dollars, and it's a business where you go like home to home and like deal the pigs for people, and it's called squill Team Six, and like that's <laughs> so it's not. I don't even know how the logistics of the business work. I just think the name's cool. <laughs> I feel like Mark oh would be gosh, on that. Oh my gosh, I want to, I,
0: I want to see the logo of that so bad.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I think that's episode name. Uh, I think I, th- I would. <laughs> I would invest in that if I was a billionaire. She's like, I don't know what this is or how oh this works, gosh. but I want to see this fly. I think mean, that's good. I think it's a good list. I think mean, it's a strong tournament field, a very strong tournament field. Can you imagine if we filled
0: out the entire bracket? It'd be elite.
1: I, again, I do want to um, just encourage people. You never have to do brackets of content for around tournament season because the only interesting part is the first round. And then you're just like, you're anchored to this content monster monolith forever so don't feel like you got to do that Let that
0: what can we replace that with because the competition of things that shouldn't be competing against each other is pretty interesting yeah Jim halbert versus you know ryan atwood it it i do like that there's no correct answer here construct sure and i don't agree that i think the the later rounds if not the, the championship is the only interesting thing not the first like the first rounds you're so opinionated and the the you either didn't do that show at all on one of them and then it's just so obvious versus they don't actually play the game right so yeah. what can we what can we offer up instead of pop culture brackets
1: i mean honestly i don't know but i think you're speaking to the the, the problem inherent to it because you laid out a first round match of jim halper versus ryan atwood like that's not even that's not even a matchup that's ryan atwood that's not even a 16 versus a one that's like a like a one it is versus for, a 58 you know well that's the
0: point it is for us but no, it's oh, not it's so for so everybody p- it's for anybody so many eyes. people would pick jim and this is
1: why those pop culture brackets work have you rewatched the office in, in a minute you seen any uh
0: the first couple seasons i can't deal with it when ed helms gets there that's Oof. where i stopped yeah, yeah during maybe at the very beginning of the pan pandemic lovato i watched up until ed helms got there
1: You know, in uh, the Lego movie, when Lord Business is cool and fun and like easy breezy, that's like the Steve Carell years. But when he turns into like Lord Business, that's the Nard Dog years. Just not great. (laughs) Not a great time. We we popped on a couple for my son. And it had been a minute since we watched it. And you know when you're watching with someone, you're like, I want you to laugh. Like, don't you think it's good? Don't you think it's worth your time? Uh, And they're not laughing. And (laughs) we... (laughs) It uh, it just didn't land, didn't land. And I was like, is, was this was this as funny as I remember? Or is this one of those rear view mirror things of, I, I, I remember this more funny than it actually was. Not that it's bad, but it's just like, I've put too much on it, you know?
0: Probably, probably. And it meant something at a time, right? And then that sticks with you.
1: Veep is very rewatchable. God. Extremely rewatchable. Veep is so good. It's because the insults are timeless. The insults are yes. utterly timeless <laughs> and so good um okay well that is uh that's the main part of our episode let's go let's go cameo here cameo close to the pin remind me because i honestly don't remember um did i win the last one did i break the streak or are you still seven to one is it seven to... okay so i did break i did break the perfect yeah. game up. yeah yeah okay okay Seven one. Seven one. one. okay so you, you, I, the you perfectly
0: jinxed it and then broke it up yes that's correct so this
1: one i think and i think we talked after and we agreed this is worth five this one uh this episode oh. is worth five points that's uh man to my notes celebrating
0: somewhere. the 90th episode with a five pointer i'll give you we could do it with two
1: no we'll no two. one i'm doing this like a gentleman i'm doing this like a true you gentleman. just went for five <laughs> anchor to the big number okay and then work <laughs> <laughs> and then go back to the original well see i'm that's trying, get one, you to, I'm trying most... to get you to four i'm trying to land on four that's what i'm trying to do okay, okay. and this whole sequence was ai okay guys again <laughs> got you again freaking in your face god people just don't understand the power of ai it's honestly impressive Um, so this will be worth one and we're going to do, uh, Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Um, (sighs) I believe his name is Matt. No, it's something. Zach. Zach. Yeah. Matt Saracen in the show. That's right. That's right. He's done other things, obviously. Midnight Mass most recently is where I watched him and he's great in that. He's really, really good in that. He's
0: not done anything as poorly as throwing a football. I can tell you that.
1: (sighs) But do you blame him or do you blame the director producers? You know? No, go figure it out. See, I'm like, I am a tool to be used. And if you put me in a situation like example, math, I'm not going to be used well, but if you put me in a different situation, I can be used well. I don't know why they asked him to throw the If you out. sign a contract and you know you're going to throw a baseball or a football with a camera
0: pointed at you, Yeah, that's on you. That yeah. is on, you know, the director expects you to come to set prepared to not look like a dingus.
1: Again, I just want to remind everybody that we're living in a, in a uh, timeline and reality where we are watching a kindler, gentler Survivor, which we might talk about here for a second after we... No, you, you want to survive Survivor for a second? I forgot that we we had a couple things on it. But we're living in a gentler timeline of Survivor because back in my day, back when men were men, um, oh, I lived in a world thanks. where Jeff Probst uh, looked at a contestant and said, uh, after watching him throw and missing uh, by like 15 feet, said, wow, I can tell your dad didn't play catch with you when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, That's like back in the day when Simon Cow would just like obliterate people on American Idol, you know. Um, I'm not saying it was good. Uh, I'm not saying I want that, but I'd say it's memorable. I do remember it, you know, a lot. You told me um, off air that you had listened to the first Jeff Probst podcast episodes. I have not. What what's your take on it?
0: It's awesome. It's very very good. It's not a recap. They brought in um, dang Bruce. This is a spoilage for the first couple episodes. We are not spoiling. Last, this week's episode. But, That's right. Uh, Bruce had to go home. Medical situation. Yeah. Head injury, Bruce. And, and they brought Bruce onto the podcast and talked about what happened. It's very behind the scenes. E it's not to, to date. It's not recappy. Uh, there's a producer on there that started as, I don't remember what the actual name was, but in the art department, basically making the the things this is planned out X, Y, and Z in advance. I've not read all of these things over the years. I've not read a survivor book. So for me, that's started with what season 41. Mm -hmm. This has been, it's been pretty fascinating to hear the behind the scenes and then testing out the testing out the games and building the games and stuff like that. So it's, it's been, it's been fun from that regard. I'm only, you know, maybe the, the preview two minute thing. And then, Two
1: in something uh, like that. that's a fascinating because I, I assumed it was going to be a recap episode even though everyone said it's not going to be a recap episode. Um, but I appreciate it because I remember I used to listen to I want to say a Breaking Bad um, podcast after the episodes that it wasn't a recap but it was kind of like here's how we made this episode and it was, was also so Vince? fascinating. Yeah, it was Vince and like one yes. of the lead editors and something else. Now that like, this is such a smart way to approach it instead of two blowhards like talking about what happened. Um, so I, I, I'm going to give that a shot and give a lesson. Are we the blowhards? 100 percent. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Fair. Just I'm enough sure. for two if you true. don't want to be opted into that. Um, but I can, I can certainly <laughs> occupy that space. Um, but like you said, you, uh, so three have aired. I've watched three. You've watched two. I'm not trying to shame you. That's just what it is. So we're not talking true. about three. We talked about this before. This we is did. all above We board. did. Um, and this is not AI. This is actually us. Or is it? Um, interesting. You'll have to find out. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned for <laughs> is the that, end.
0: Is, is that our AI transition noise?
1: Mm. <laughs> That's what a robot thinks a human thinking. That sounds is not
0: like. going to catch on. I
1: can tell you. That. <laughs> um, well, I, uh, you'd mentioned um, having some feelings about the birdcage aspect of this season. Are you a pro or negative on the birdcage?
0: Absolute pro. Absolute I pro am, as well. It's so I good. I am for the birdcage. And they got so lucky because of Carolyn. Because they got to juxtaposition. Juxtap- 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 Oh, boy. You can do it. You can do it, AI. Juxtapose. Juxtapose. This is not a bit. (laughs) I can't
1: get the middle one. Deep breathe. Juxtapose. You're too too in it. You got to zoom out, and you can find it. I believe in you. I'm not doing ASMR deep breathing on the mic. They got to juxtapose. Can
0: Mm -hmm. we do that? Yep, you can do it. You can do it. They were able to, and I have a question about this. Uh Do you believe that the survivor editing is pure to chronological leading up to each tribal council. Not, I know they jump around in a day, you know, this actually contained
1: within the episode, like the events of the episode.
0: Yes, but only based off of tribal council to tribal council, because there is a solid chance that it made the episode more compelling that two different teams, I don't remember if the third one did or not, two different teams opened up, yeah, all three have opened up the birdcage. Mm -hmm. One did it, and everyone knew about it, and two did it, and and that was on the second episode. And the way that it was handled by Carolyn is completely different than the way it was handled by uh, Firefire Guy. Yeah, Danny. Or Danny. Danny. Because Carolyn, sloppy, hung it back up and locked it, but it was clearly had been messed with. Sure. And there was no weight on it, right? NASA guy, Carson figured that out immediately, which by the way, Carson's interacting with people on Twitter. It's actually been pretty interesting, not giving away any spoilers, but saying like giving some background on what happened. So that's been pretty cool to follow as well. If you're a survivor fan and then Danny hung it back up and it looks like nothing had happened at all. And I don't think that could have been planned by survivor. But I do am curious if both of those happened because Danny hasn't told anybody yet that could have happened on a different day. And then they just got to make a great episode out of it. But that would be really interesting if that happened from tribal council to tribal council.
1: Okay. See, I I hadn't really thought about it like that, but you raise a good point. And I think, especially when we are three tribe um, divided, And like one tribe might just not go to tribal council for a while. I feel like they get really um, generous with what they take, and then when they deploy it. And I'm, I I think I'm good with that, just because I do. I need you to tell me a story. All I'm asking is like, tell me a cohesive story. Make everything seem earned. And again, whoever wins, I want. I don't want to be like blindsided by like what that doesn't actually make any sense. Um, there again, this is not spoiler for the third episode, but um, there's a lot of birdcage adjacent action and conversation to your point. And I think that is, um, you know, the larger aspect of what we're talking about is I think that's what makes, that's what separates survivor from the rest of reality TV is they are so good at, they try new things. Sometimes it doesn't work like with the time glass thing. Um, hourglass. Yes. Hourglass. Some people call it time glass, probably, you know, equal 50, 50, I would say, uh, rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. hand, Hand eye coordination. But the, uh, they are great at tossing something out, not knowing how it's going to play out and just letting it be an experiment because different people will access things in different ways. As you were watching like this birdcage thing is such a fat, because a couple of things that happened in the third episode, I told my kids like, I would have never even thought to do that, but it's such a smart thing to do in relation to it, you know? And I think that in a, in a show where there's so much equalization of information and perspective and context and strategy Those are the things that you can put in a game, and no one's prepared for. That's when the good players rise up to the top, or just it's the variability that makes things happen. You know, so I'm I'm so glad, so glad that they've done that. Like with Carolyn, with with her birdcage. Yeah, everybody
0: was together except for Carolyn, and none of them thought it was Carolyn.
1: It's just so fascinating because it's how you assess people, you judge them, you underestimate, you overestimate. Um, but yeah, you're really going to like the third episode then because it makes some editing choices that I think are very, uh, it feels at first you're like, hey, wait a minute. But then there's a, a specific reason why they do it. And there's a lot of conversation around that freaking wreckage. And there's also a lot of like, um, you know, around the fire conversation that I always really enjoy. You know, it gives you the texture and the personality of each contestant. And I feel like it's been missing that for uh, for a while now. So, um, g- great, great season, season so far. I'm, I'm yep. loving it. I think there is, um, I won't say who, maybe we'll talk about this next week, but I think there's one player who after the third episode is far and away, it's got to be the favorite. And this person has to be doing the best job on the season, at least to me, in my estimation so far. So I'm interested to see if you land on the same place. Um, okay, let's go back to the aforementioned Matt Harrison, Zach Guilford. I think Guilford, Whatever uh, on cameo, cameo close pin worth one point. Okay, I've got mine. I am guessing one hundred twenty-five dollars and five thousand for business. One hundred one thousand. One hundred one thousand. Zach Guilford. I don't know why I was putting a U in there. Zach is first of all, he's got great hair, really great hair. He's got a very like Colorado, you know. I'm just kind of backpacking across the state vibe to him in these. Um, He is available for $57. Yes. And $1,000. Yes. Very affordable. Very affordable. Does that clinch it? Does that clinch it for you?
0: Wait, do you have to get the first thing exactly right? No. No, you you don't. You just have to win the first, and then you have an opportunity at the business.
1: Congratulations. 10 to 1. That was one of those, uh, you know, like the old school warriors when like, they had their their team, but they would just get run off the floor by like 40. And it was like, this was never even close. That's what it felt like. Like, I just got ran off the floor, you know? Bam! Honestly, would've I been, mean... Would have been nice to have been a 10-0. to 0. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say that now. I'm going to say that now. I'm going to spin zone you and be like, this is kind of a little disappointing, honestly, because you could have just shut me out. And like, if you hadn't slipped up a couple weeks ago... This you know what it feels like when when your boy Tom
0: Brady couldn't beat the Giants for the perfect season? That's what it feels like to me.
1: Wow. I... I don't think I have any comeback. I think I just got humiliated. And then I just think I got like the bad memories resurrected and I don't think I deserve to have a comeback. You know, I think well, well done. Well played. Good job by you. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Fresh start next week. Fresh start. Thank God. Oh my gosh. I got to bring it next time. Um, okay. That's it for this episode of the o- over underachievers where you go. Please remember to follow the show on Twitter at OU achievers and on Instagram at over underachievers. Also, uh, if you want to spread the word about the show, Five-star ratings and reviews are great. But if you want to tell people you know and you love that you love this podcast, that's the best way to help us. As always, I'm Max. He's Jason. We'll see you next time.
2: This episode is brought to you by Pair Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that pair eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the Force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient... I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, (sighs) so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans, and whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair, and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP.